Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. Um, and this week, I want to do something a little bit different, because at the end of this week, uh, the Vox Machina... Legend of Vox Machina TV show is finally coming out, and this is not sponsored. God, I wish it was sponsored. Could you imagine if this was sponsored by Critical Role? <laughs> dare to dream, Katie. Dare to dream. Uh, no, I just love the show. I can't wait for it to come out. It was such an amazing project um, that I was involved in backing. Best $10 I ever spent, let me tell you. Um, and I'm just really excited about it coming out. But then I remembered, I mean, there was a big chunk of my life a few years ago. Um, and now, I just haven't been to a convention recently. Who has? Um, that the show was such a big impact in my life, but also like my cosplay life. So, I mean, I've got some cosplay stories around it that I want to share. Some guest interactions that I want to share. Um, again, not sponsored. Wish it was. Also, uh... This episode has some spoilers in it. So if you haven't watched any of campaign one, uh, I would suggest turning away. There it's going to be spoilers because I refuse to not spoil it. It's been out forever now. Um, I suggest anybody goes and watches it. Um, especially if you love D and D as much as I do. Um, it is an amazing show, a good story, wonderful characters it's funny it's sad i laughed i cried it was better than cats like <laughs> highly recommend it um but this is your warning there are going to be spoilers for the first campaign so uh if you don't care keep listening because it's a good story uh and if you do care thanks for uh downloading it and uh, come back to it once you've watched the first season cool so, I mean, where do I begin? I mean, it is convention related because I did so much cosplay for it uh, between like 2016 and 2018-19. Um, working on new cosplays for it now, actually. Uh, my favorite character is Percy. I mean, because of course it is. Have you seen him? <laughs> no, probably because you haven't seen the first campaign. If you have seen the first campaign, though, you get it. You understand why Percy's my favorite. Um, basically the same person minus the emotional trauma. Now, back in 2016, I was just getting back into cosplay. I'd had a couple rough years. Um, I always loved D&D. I played it in high school um, with my gaming club in high school. And it was funny. Like, I, there wasn't a lot of girls in gaming club, you know, but there was a few of us. We were strong. We were proud. And I got grouped with a bunch of guys. And, of course, you know, guys in high school have a one-track mind. <laughs> Why lie about it? And... They, uh, one of the guys in the campaign, he's just like, oh, you know, I'm going to seduce you and take you up to a hotel room. And of course the DM's like, all right, you take her upstairs. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, wait a minute, I'm going through my sheets and everything. I'm like, I'm stronger than him, right? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, cool. So I played along, I played along and then cold cocked the dude out, knocked him out, natural 20, took him down, went downstairs to the tavern, found a wizard to come upstairs and curse him into a squirrel, which I carried on a cage on my hip till the end of our campaign year. <laughs> I was not to be messed with. Um, but also proved a point that it was like, hi, this is not what I'm here to play D&D for. Thank you. Also, we're in high school. Gross. Nowadays, it would just be funny, you know, because adulting. But back in high school, I was like, nah, I'm not for it. So I've always liked D&D. And... When 2016 rolled around, I was just getting back into cosplay. Um, I just finished up a Hamilton cosplay and I was looking up something else on the internet and um, Critical Role came up 
I was like, what is this? I was like, oh, it's D&D. People are playing D&D live. That's kind of cool. And, you know, you get kind of sunk into it where you go and you've like, I, I started at episode like 30 something. So right at the beginning of the Briarwood arc, which is actually the arc that's coming out on Friday animated. So to tell you I'm excited is, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I'm fucking excited. This is going to be amazing. Anyways, I'm getting off track. So <laughs> I'm just so excited. So, you know, I watched a couple episodes, but then I come to find out that the convention that I'm working for in New Hampshire actually had um, Talison Jaffe and Matt Mercer as two of our guests of honor that year. So I'm like, well, maybe I should probably watch some more of this just so I know what the hell I'm talking about in the event that I am, you know, in the same room with them, breathing the same air as them. And I got hooked so bad, so hard, so fast. Because again, these characters are so engaging. They're so funny that you feel bad for them because, I mean, poor Percy. Ugh, just worst life. Family dead. <laughs> Massacred by vampires. Who are the bad guys? Those are the Briarwoods, by the way. Vampires. Also, spoilers for the show. So, I mean, again, if you haven't watched the first campaign, I was just turning back now. But, uh, you know, I got into the show. And in the time between me starting it and the time that the convention started, I finally caught up to live shows because they kind of just started it about a year ago being on um, Geek and Sundry. Um, now they have their own YouTube channel and Empire because, again, it's really good D&D. And... I caught up to live shows and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm all up to date. I'm going to be able to talk to them about it when I see them like next weekend. And it was the week before the convention. It was a Thursday episode and Percy died. <laughs> to tell you, I was devastated. I was heartbroken. I was like, of course he's dead because I just started this show and I fucking fell in love with the dude that's got all the problems and I finally caught up and I'm gonna meet the guy that voices him and plays him and he did <laughs> like how do you talk to somebody about their D&D character a week after their demise <laughs> especially one that he'd been playing for so long so I was like oh my god this is terrible and you know it's like three in the morning and you're crying because they were on like west coast time and like all the time i'm thinking in my head i'm like i'm gonna cosplay from this show and i'm like i can't cosplay from this show <laughs> now again spoiler and a spoiler he not permanently dead because again it's dnd there's ways to bring people back and thank god they were able to bring him back <sighs> especially before i got to talk to uh, mr talson now i find out through watching all of this, how popular the show is. And then I kind of realized like these voice actors are also popular in their own right. I mean, Matt Mercer is the voice of um, the guy in Overwatch there. McCree. McCree. Yep. That's it. Um, so, I mean, he's already a big deal. Does all like the video games and everything else. Towson has done a bunch of anime. Um, so I was like, Oh my gosh, these people are really big. And then I come to find out, you know, like critical role is bigger than I thought it was. So we get to the convention, and I was on guest relations that year, and I was watching uh, Mr. Greg Finley, who's been on the show. Hi, Greg. Miss you. Love you. Um, I got to watch him, but of course, you know, you share the same green room, and you share the same, like, signing tables and things like that. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, oh my god, like, I'm really excited to meet these guys. And then you're like, you know, you're worried. You're just like, oh my gosh, I'm never gonna get the chance to get even near these guys, because the line for their booths like we were all like this long table at the back of the convention center that all of our guests were sitting at. And like the line for them was just 
down the hall, almost outside, like ridiculous. We had to have line stoppers. Um, also because they were there that weekend, but they also had like other things they had to get to. So they couldn't stay like a lot of our guests did. Um, usually our guests will stay through like Sunday late night or like even to Monday and go home or, uh, but these guys had to be back on a plane on Sunday by like one or two. <laughs> like they had to go and they got there late Thursday, well, Friday morning because Thursday night was the live show. And they did back when they did the live show. Now I think they pre record it to give themselves a little bit of a buffer. Um, not that they edit anything. Like people seem to think the show is like edited and scripted and it's none of that it's just i think because they're so busy now because of this cartoon show coming out and because of you know all these other projects that they're working on in the meantime they just they don't have time to do it like they do you know whatever at the time the show was very live so they got on a plane pretty much as soon as the show ended on west coast time and red-eyed it to new hampshire now, again, I think the only time I'm ever going to see these guys and meet them and get to talk to them is when I'm at a sign table. And even then, I got to stick with my guest, um, who was Greg, and honestly would have been like, fucking bye, go go say hi to him. Um, and he did. But <laughs> not the point. We get to the table. Out they come. Everyone freaks out. I'm dressed like Hamilton. And the show obviously had just come out in 2016. It was a big deal. And the Critical Role cast, um, obsessed with it, made some comments in their live shows through that time. You know, Hamilton comments, obviously. And I just remember I'm standing there dressed up with Greg and overwalks Talson. And he's like, oh, my God, you look amazing. I was like, oh, my God, you're Talson Jaffe. <laughs> I was like, thank you. And we got into a conversation and then Matt rolls over. And Matt was like, oh my god, oh my god, you're Hamilton. This is so good. And from that point on, it was kind of like just a normal, like, people talking kind of situation. I didn't get to talk to them about D&D right away, though. And it was like, I didn't want to be that person. He was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go roll. Because, you know, again, like, it was all fresh, the whole, like, Percy thing and him coming back thing. And I just, you know, also they were half awake because they literally had flown in and got thrown into signings. So in the meantime, I'm texting my sister because she's in the dealer's room at my table. I'm like, Melissa, Melissa, Matt Mercer, and Talison Jaffe are freaking out about my Hamilton costume. And they were dressed up from Hamilton, too. My sister was dressed up as Peggy, and um, our friend Lucas was dressed up as Lafayette. So later on, after the signing thing, they go from the signing. We had a big photo booth thing in the middle of the dealer's room where every year it was a tradition that we had all the guests get together and do like a photo that people at the convention could purchase. I think it was like five bucks, which is a really, it's a really smart idea. Honestly, purchase the photo for five bucks and then people can take it into the line. If they don't have anything to sign for the guests to sign. Um, that's one of those conventions that you actually didn't have to pay extra to have, um a guest signed something so i mean you pay like five bucks for a picture and then talson and mercer sign it cool um so we're there at the photo thing because i had walked over with them because i had to bring greg over and melissa and lucas i'm like leave my stuff i don't care if anybody steals it get over here so they come over dressed up and it was so funny so we're standing there and it's like the three of us in hamilton and talson turns around and he's just like oh my god can i hug you and he comes over and he hugs melissa he hugs lucas he's just like you guys look amazing mercer <laughs> he whips his head around 
and Matt's talking to uh, Michael Tatum and they're just like chatting away and Talson's like about ready to throw something at him that's like what <gasps> and I wish Felosa was on to tell you the story but like the hands shaking like oh my god oh my god <laughs> comes like running over like checking out our costumes they were obsessed with our Hamilton costumes and it was so funny because I was just like I can't believe you guys are like like here right now and you like our costumes and <laughs> i still haven't had a chance to talk to you about anything that i want to talk to you about and <laughs> we just had like a really nice conversation just about like hamilton stuff but then, then finally um <clears throat> i interjected and i was like look i might not get another chance this weekend to talk to you about this because everyone's gonna be so effing busy Love the show. Love you guys. I turn to Towson. We make the eye contact and I go, I was so upset. I had just gotten to the live episodes. I'd caught up and Percy died. <laughs> and he just nods his head. He's just like, yeah, yeah, I know. And I was like, and I just like, I'm so happy that he's back and it's like, okay again. And I'm just so happy for you because I know how much these characters mean to you guys. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, it would have been nice to play somebody new. Like, you know, I had other characters backed up and that had stepped away at this point. Turns around. He's just like, nobody cares. Towson. <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> Which come to find out later on, um, you find out that that character that would have replaced Percy would have been Molly who ended up in their second campaign. <clears throat> but it's just funny. It's like, Oh man, everyone's just like, nah, nobody cares that you didn't, you know, you would have been fine with Percy somehow. Nobody else would have been fine if Percy had eaten it. So no, but thank you. <laughs> so yeah. So you, you think that would be where like, you know, this whole story ends, but it's not where it ends. So, you know, later on guest relations, I'm like riding a high, Greg and I are like, you know, Greg Finley, the nicest guy in the world going, oh my God, how was it? Were they amazing? I'm like, oh my God, they're so nice. And I brought him upstairs for lunch and he and I were having lunch together um, while we were waiting for his next event. And uh, we'd stepped away from like the room that had the buffet in it. We were in like a little separate room sitting there and it was just us. And all of a sudden, Talson walks in and he sits down with us and he has lunch with us. And it was awesome because again again you'd think that i'd want to sit there and be like oh critical role but i didn't want to bother him about it like i'd had my moment i said what i wanted to say about it now it was just a matter of the fact of being like i can't believe i'm eating lunch with you right now and talking about our first concerts <laughs> i had to admit to talis and jaffe that my first concert in my life was hansen in 2004 <laughs> i'm sure he'll never remember that conversation if he even like you know again remembers i'm sure he'd remember the convention and stuff but the fact that i know that somewhere i had to admit to talson that my first concert was hansen and he gave me like this very sympathetic like oh <laughs> look <laughs> oh man that's more embarrassing than like ranting over percy being dead <laughs> other concerts since then i just want to put that like into the universe okay and again you'd probably be thinking oh that's you know the end of your interactions with him because the weekend got so busy it's not so saturday turned into a little bit more hectic um you know i didn't really see them because then i have to do main events and things like that 
And I was just concerned that I was never going to see them again before they left because I just wanted to at least say bye, you know, and again, kind of just tell them, like, drive it home, like, thank you so much for making a show. That really helped with my creativity because I hit a slump in my, like, cosplay career. Um, my career. Huh. It is a career. My cosplay career where I was just like, I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what I want to dress up as. I don't even know if I want to make costumes anymore. And stuff like that, like Hamilton and that show just like in and critical role and like their show they just it's inspiring like they've made these characters that you just want to bring to life so badly and create with and i just wanted to thank them for that so sunday rolls in oh wait i forgot saturday i did see them briefly because um they had to do like the photo shoots with the people that had signed up to do photo shoots with them and I was kind of in charge of just making sure the line moved along. I was like, all right, picture, smile, and we're moving. Picture, smile, and we're moving. And um, at the end of it, they were just like, oh, any of the staff standing around? Anybody want a picture? And I just remember Matt's like, I want a picture with you. And he points at me. And I'm, again, dressed like Hamilton. I'm like, me? And they're just like, yeah, get in here. So I have a picture um, that I will cherish for the end of time that I got to make it my profile picture again. It's me as Hamilton with all the guests, but Matt Mercer and Talison have like sandwiched themselves into me. <laughs> and then Greg's on the other side, like, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's just being super dramatic in it, except for Greg, which I think is why I really love the picture. Cause he's on the end of it. Just like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm here for it. <laughs> and Matt Mercer is like ground up against me. So, you know, thanks for that, Matt. I appreciate you. <laughs> So that was Saturday. We're back in. So, you know, masquerade. Don't see him again. Probably have one more signing on Sunday that I have Greg with. And in the meantime, on Sunday, my sister had gone and bought the $5 picture and um, had also brought her D&D book with her. Um, and I believe my friend Lucas had brought his as well. And it was one of those things where it's kind of like, okay, everybody's in line. They're signing things. Like, you really don't want to, you know, mess up the groove of things, I guess is the way to put it. Um, I messed up the groove of things, but not really because, <laughs> because, you know, sometimes you have to do things you're not proud of. Professional? No, it's not professional. But is it impolite? No, I was never impolite. So, and I can say it now because it's already happened and there's nothing anybody can do about it. <laughs> so we're standing there and Melissa had handed me her stuff and her picture and Lucas' stuff. And I was just like, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to interrupt their flow? and get their stuff signed and i was like it hit me i was like i know how to do this and i walk up between the two of them and i was like hey guys i just have a couple of things would you mind signing them for the convention and they're like oh yeah sure so they signed the books and they signed the picture and i took them right back um and then melissa had like come over and like snuck over and i just passed it back to her i was like here you go but that's how i got their stuff signed they didn't have to stand in the massive line so i kind of cheat the system a little bit um but i sacrificed not having anything signed by them myself and it's a regret that i have to this day um and there will probably come a day again where i might have the opportunity to have it signed by them obviously but you know it's like the things i sacrifice for my friends and my sister um I also got a video on my phone that I will never get rid of because my sister's um, brother-in-law, he uh, didn't believe me when I said that I had uh, met him. So Talison made me a video going, of course I'm real. Of course we've met her. Like, da, da, da. And I was like, I, I've got that. That is my thing. <laughs> that, is, that was my souvenir from that convention. 
um, except for also the memories of it all. And they're just, they're amazingly nice people. Funny enough, it's like, I've met Laura Bailey and I met Travis before um, they got really big in Critical Role. Uh, Laura Bailey, I think I've said the story before, but you know, for old time's sake, um, New York Comic Con 2008, they were at the Dragon Ball Z booth um, with Chris Sabat and Sean Schmiel. And <clears throat> I think she had just kind of, I think it was her, one of her first big conventions because she had just started doing Dragon Ball Z because she was young trunks. Um, so it was right around that time. Like she had just like sort of gotten into like convention, like big, big convention. Um, Cause I hadn't like heard of her being at anything else really before that. And we were in line. She signed a Dragon Ball Z poster for me. Sweetheart then, sweetheart now. Um, but that was the time that Sean Shamil had told everybody that he was going to go um, summon the dragon, which in uh, Funimation sound booth apparently means uh, take a shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Found that out from Chris Sabat. And we all know how I feel about Chris Sabat. I just, I don't know how to talk around him. So, anyways. Uh, and then Travis Willingham is a very... I don't remember meeting Travis. <laughs> He's come to Anime Boston one time. And I was going through stuff a million years ago at my mom's house. And I was looking for like autographs and things. So I have a whole wall in my room that's all my autographs from different conventions and people and Broadway things. And I'm going through and I find the insert for one of my Full Metal Alchemist DVDs. And on it, it says, I love dogs. And Maze Hughes, Travis Willingham. I'm like, Travis? I met Travis? I met Travis? And I'm sitting there and I'm trying to remember. I'm like, I, oh my God, I did. And I think I met him as Maze Hughes. <laughs> and I'm not one to like not remember things, but it's like, that's bad. Like I must've literally like saw him and just, you know, back in the day, you're young and he was hot. He's still hot. Like, let's be real. Travis Willingham is a very good looking man. Very well done, sir. You've aged beautifully. But, you know, you get all nervous around people that you're like, oh my god, he's so handsome, and he's so talented, and he's one of my favorite characters. It's Roy Mustang. And yeah, I just don't remember meeting him. Like, I remember bits and pieces of getting into the line and stuff, and I obviously have the autograph, which means that I interacted with him. So Lord knows what I said to him, because <laughs> I would have been, let's see, how old was I when I met Travis Willingham? I I gotta be at least like 22 or 23 so quite a while ago um now i feel like i would be able to interact with him and remember it and be a normal civilized human being but you know that's still up in the air because who knows um so i've met the majority of everybody i just i've missed out on liam and sam and marisha and ashley um ashley didn't do a lot of conventions for a while though because she was um in blind spot yeah blind spot I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch the show. I'm sorry I didn't watch the show. But I'm sure it was great. It was on forever. And now she's not on the show anymore. Which means she can be on Critical Role more. So that's exciting. Uh, so then. And I've mentioned it again before. Um, Rhode Island Comic Con. Uh, we had put together a huge group by then. I, like I made my Percy costume. And my sister was like well I want to be in it. So I made her a Cassandra costume. Um, which is Percy's sister. And then my friend Lucas was our Terry. Um, 
who has his robot Dodie, but we couldn't make a robot. So we had like a cute little robot kind of like mask thing that we found at the iPod store that he was carrying around. Like Dodie had been like beat up. Um, and in the midst of this whole like critical role thing, um, we made some friends, our friend Jenna and Mick, um, and they were Vax and Vex. Um, we kind of created this little like group, like this East coast Vox Machina. Um, and we all met up at the convention uh, a year later um, when their campaign was actually ending. It was the last day of like the first campaign. We all met up um, the night before the convention started and we watched the last episode of Critical Role campaign one together and like cried in a hotel room together because <laughs> it was so it was so good you guys you need to go watch it but i mean like it was just it was so good and we were like we're here for each other so the next day we chose to um put our whole group together oh and my friend elizabeth duh, jesus elizabeth i swear to god i love you <laughs> she's our kiki because you know kiki and you don't know because you probably don't watch it but kiki and percy are like kind of bestie besties so it made sense because you know elizabeth's one of my bestie besties so she's our kiki and we all got dressed up in our critical role outfits and my friend um colleen who's also been on the show got involved um made them a quick um scanling costume uh the only person we were missing was grog but we just assumed that he was in pandemonium if you know the show you get the reference <laughs> grog's in pandemonium um and my friend colleen like two friend colleen's <laughs> colleen the second has not been on the show yet but there's always time we'll i'm sure have her on here at some point um and she is our pike so yeah we were only missing grog and you know we're at an anime convention it's strictly kind of an anime convention kind of thing like everybody dresses up however they want to dress up at conventions but this one's known for just like anime stuff so we were wearing our costumes we're like well you know we're gonna put our group together we're gonna like roll out as this big critical role vox machina group and um people either know who we are or they'll just be like oh you guys look good and we'll just go about our day take our like fandomy pictures together and call it a night not expecting the reception that we got because apparently we were the only ones crying in our hotel room the night before we got stuck a couple of times getting pictures taken of us and people are just like oh my god we love critical role we love your costumes did you watch the episode last night like it was a nice little like collection of people just like talking about something they loved and it had been a while since i had done that at a convention with a tv show like it's impacted so many people and it's just it's wild to me like it's such a good story that brought so many good people together and they're doing so many good things and it just made me cosplaying Percy like it, it amped me up for it. Like now I've got three Percy costumes that I just I adore. Um, I love being him because I know like what it represents to people like that actually get and understand the show. Like it's just it's awesome. Um, and it was a really great night of us just like cosplaying around together and, you know, being with people and we made our little group together and we just we enjoyed being with each other and i miss them i would love to do our ultimates group that we talked about i finished my level 20 percy costume everyone's talked about doing their level 20s and i just i want it to happen so bad at the next convention or like you know some convention soon 
So that's my call out to you guys. Get your outfits ready because I really want this. <laughs> um, but our East Coast Box Mafia group wasn't done because at the convention, before like the real mob kind of kicked in in the evening hours um, for our group, we had gone to one of the photo booths at the convention and gotten our picture taken. We put it on the internet and we put it on Twitter and it's the only tweet that I've ever made that's gone viral. <laughs> I don't know if it was the timing. I don't know if it was what I tagged it as. I don't know. I, I just, it, it went off and I'm sitting at this convention going, guys, guys, this picture, like, look at this. Like, this is ridiculous, right? We had like almost 2000 views and those views included the entire cast of the show. <laughs> it blew up and then it included miss mary elizabeth who if you don't know who mary elizabeth is i suggest you google her she is amazing and the line director for the show so and one of the voice directors for the show so talk about talented she actually is the voice director for cowboy bebop and <laughs> so good i regress she saw us and she plays Zara, who is one of their companion friends. And she was geeking out about it. And I ended up getting into a whole conversation with her about like, oh my God, we'll have to come meet you because you're going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con. She's like, oh my God, I want to meet you guys so bad. And you think like, you know, oh, she's just saying that to be nice. You know, like, and a lot of people do. They say it. They're like, oh, they're just being nice. That's nice. Like, yeah, we'll go. And you'll have like our two minutes like, oh, so nice to meet you. You guys look great. You know? It was not like that. Um, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned that in the Rhode Island episode. But again, for context, really quick, we'll go through it again. Uh, we get to the convention. She's there. The second she sees us, it was like, oh, my God. You guys are coming. <laughs> makes, makes her fiance, Steve, take all the pictures of us. Uh, Steve as in Steve Blum. Um, and we just, she dubbed us East Coast Fox Machina. Like she's the one that gave us our group name. And ever since then, she and I have interacted multiple times, talked on Twitter. Like she's a lovely person. And I'm just, I'm so happy that we're actually friends. Like met her again at a couple conventions later on and hung out up in um, anime Boston and stuff, which is funny because she didn't recognize me when we got to Boston. Cause I wasn't wearing Percy the day that I finally found her. It took her a minute to realize that I was me. <laughs> we're like yelling across the dealer's room to each other i love your costume like i love you mary i miss you i'll see you later <laughs> uh, but everybody on the show like i said as far as gas interaction goes like they're so nice i highly recommend i highly recommend meeting any of them and talking and they've had so many like good guest spot people on the show too like wheaton and uh, Felicia Day and Chris Hardwick and just a whole slew of people. Peter Rothbard, the author, like he was on the show. Now they're just pulling in people like in their lives to voice the cast of it. For fuck's sake, they got David Tennant to voice one of the characters in their TV show that's coming out. I just, I can't, I can't believe it. But I mean, I feel like it's appropriate to talk about this, especially this week with the show coming out. It's just what the show has meant to me and like how it's affected my like, you know, cosplay and convention stuff. And I, know, I just wanted to share it with you guys. I felt like it was appropriate for the week. 
Um, I highly recommend you watch it. Show comes out on Amazon Prime on Friday. The Legend of Vox Machina. I believe there is two episodes that is kind of like the little special that's kind of an extra thing. And then it goes into um, a several episode um, series that involves the Briarwood story, which I had mentioned at the very beginning. And again, if you just like, you know, really good action-packed cartoons, and this is definitely going to be an adult cartoon, they had to put a red band trailer out for it. <laughs> so, adult. Um, I highly recommend just watching it for a good time. And maybe, who knows, maybe you'll watch it and you'll get into the show and then you'll be like, Katie, I want to cosplay Critical Role with you. And I'll be like, okay. That's mostly for my friends. You guys need to watch Critical Role so you can cosplay people with me. Thanks. <laughs> Um, and that's it for this week's episode. Again, we're not sponsored, but you know, Critical Role, if you hear this and you would like to sponsor us, I'm not going to say no. I'm not an idiot. Um, make sure that you tune into them. If you like D&D, you can listen to it on Thursdays, uh, the first three Thursdays of the month and the last one they take off just to collect themselves um, every Thursday at 10 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Pacific time. Uh, so tune into that. Um, they do a live on YouTube and you can also catch them on their Twitch stream critical role. Uh, you can catch me here on all of your favorite platforms to talk about convention meets and greets and stories and fun times and sad times and cosplay and so much to talk about. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you haven't uh, heard. I have a book out. It's called That Could Have Gone Worse Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. That's available on Amazon um, in Kindle and paperback form. Uh, basically, just the story of my life leading up into uh, my cosplay and convention years. Um, it's good life lessons for people. You know, if you've been through it, I've been through it. Maybe we've been through it together. Um, it's funny. You could laugh. You could cry. Definitely not better than cats. I'm just kidding. Pretty much everything is better than cats. Guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you've enjoyed the episodes so far. If you want to be a guest on the show, feel free to message me on Facebook through our Facebook page at Convention Confessional. Uh, you can leave me a message on Twitter at Convention Cough One. Uh, and yeah. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to share your stories. And we're almost at our one year mark. Can you believe it? We've almost hit one year of this podcast. Uh, I think we got like four more weeks and we'll have our one year anniversary. So we're also only a, like 150 people away from our 3000 giveaway. You know, we tried to get it for New Year's. It didn't end up happening. And that's okay. I still feel generous. I still want people to enjoy conventions this year. So the minute we hit 3,000 people, well, 3,000 downloads, that's 3,000 people, right? I don't know. Math. <laughs> uh, math. As soon as we hit 3,000 downloads, I'll be giving away a convention pass uh, to one of our lucky listeners and downloaders uh, to any convention they want to go to. So make sure you download these episodes, tell your friends to download these episodes, and the faster we get to 3,000 people, the faster one of you doesn't have to pay to go to one of their favorite conventions this year. Guys, again, thanks so much for tuning in. Love talking about things that I love, and I will see you all later. Have a good night.